Welcome to the Three Now Podcast. All right. Welcome back to the Three and Out Podcast. It's a beautiful 97 degree day out here in Las Vegas, Nevada. October, not a very good day here. Three years ago was the dramatic shooting at Mandalay Bay. So our thoughts and prayers are with those affected by that. But we're back, me. Zach, and we've got Ed with us for a little bit. How are you guys doing? What up? What up? What's good? Zach, it's your last day in your 20s. How's it feel? Well, I, I don't, I'm not sure, actually. It's going to be uh, interesting get, heading into my 30s. You know, I think, I think that the 20s are, are a great decade for, you know, learning and uh, figuring out how to become an adult, how to, you know, manage money. And, and just you know, do do the right things uh, for me. Becoming a father and you know owning my ha- owning my house. Uh, so my thirties now. I'm going to take everything that I learned and all the mistakes that I made in my twenties and, and move to my the execution decade, where I'm just going to execute on all the ideas that I've had, all the things that we that the three of us have talked about doing that you know we never end up doing. The thirties are going to be the time to execute. Uh, I can't wait. Uh, it's going to be a good decade. It's the decade that we're going to become millionaires. I couldn't think of a better way to describe 2020 and forward as the execution decade. Sounds about right where we're at here. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we're back with our picks. Uh, last week, we all were kind of mediocre. Uh, right now in the standings through the first three weeks, Ed and I are both 25 and 23 with Zach 24 and 24. So. Some more mediocre picks coming your way here in a few. Uh, I want to touch on the Heat game last night. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. That got ugly real quick. Got off to a hot start. And then that was basically it. Uh, Couldn't couldn't stop Anthony Davis. Case they made 11 threes in the first half. Things got ugly quick. And then the third quarter, we we lost Drogic earlier. Then Bam goes out. I don't know. I think we're in a little bit of trouble. Do you do you think that there's any way? And if so, what is it? What should the strategy be to beat the Heat game two with? I mean, to beat the Lakers game two without Bam or Drogic? Like how how do you do it? What's the what should be the strategy? I don't think they have an answer for AD. He was just unstoppable, and LeBron didn't even have to go, you know, Bron mode. I mean, he had a triple double, but that's just a, another day in the office for him. They what haven't I, been great hitting threes. The the Lakers, right? Yeah. So yeah, they're not. That's what that, I was surprised. That, the 11 not threes. a great shooting team. I don't know. I think that yesterday was kind of a see-how-it-goes game for Spo to see what rotations he could work with because there was no Olenek or Leonard in the first – no Leonard at all. Olenek ended up coming in later in the game. But I thought those two would be – just to have some big bodies down there because AD was just grabbing boards all over everybody, dunking on Jay Crowder. Like, come on, <laughs> put a big guy in and get somebody that's not six fucking eight. Part of my French. Got no choice now. Bam hurt. Yeah, I don't know. I hope it's not a sweep, but you might you might get a game later on in the series. But I think you're either looking at four or five games probably. And I didn't feel that way before last night. I thought they yeah, right. put up a good fight. I thought I thought it was going to be a closer than I think. A lot of I think they'll predicted. put up a bigger fight 
Friday. I think deer in the headlights yesterday. Hero was terrible. At one point, he was minus 39, and Iguodala was minus 40, and they were playing together. Uh, Duncan Robinson, as I'm not that big of a Duncan Robinson guy. Uh, yeah, he can hit six threes in a game, but it's all he, he can can't really play do. defense. He can't play defense. They go right at him. He gets two yeah, fouls early. He has to sit his ass down. Steve Novak. Steve Novak. Like, it's not going to cut it in a series like this. I don't know. I just It just felt like last night they had more vets, more size, and they're hungrier for it. And I mean, LeBron's fun. got all the experience, so. LeBron, Rondo. Yeah. Yeah, it was, a, it was a, not the ideal way to start, but we'll see how Friday night goes, and hopefully they can steal one somehow. All right, let's get into the picks. All right, I'm going to start it off. We got a beautiful Thursday night game tonight, 0-3, Denver Broncos, 0-3, New York Jets. Denver is favored by three and a half with our picks. In It's the Jets minus one now. Well, what are you guys <laughs> thinking here? That's insane. <laughs> I agree. Ed, what do you got? Who are you, who are you picking tonight? The Broncos, even even at the three and a half. Never mind the Jets being favored. I don't care if they're coming from across the other side of the world to play this game. You're trusting phone. Brett Rippon? I don't care who who plays for the Broncos. This, this is Adam Gase. <laughs> I'm kind of the same way. <laughs> What's the Adam Gase effect? So you're Matt. You're taking the Broncos too. Yeah, I'm on Denver minus three and a half. The Jets have been outscored ninety four to thirty seven. I mean, they've done nothing. To show anybody that they should be favored at all. What was that stat I retweeted last week? They averaged twenty yards a drive or some shit. <laughs> I think it's I like think one, I think it's like since, one play for the Chiefs. Since Adam Gates took over, they have ninety-seven punts and thirty touchdowns. <laughs> Is that real? Yeah, I think so, yeah, it's, it's something it's, similar to that. It's it's insane. So I I think um, I read a report this morning that from Ian Rappaport that uh, Adam Gase's job is not on the line anymore. It doesn't matter the outcome of this game; he's safe. Yeah, Which I, I, I think that. I think I actually think it's bullshit. I pro- I think that the owners of the Jets, with the Johnsons, are probably just trying to uh, eliminate the 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 frenzy that comes around it if they do lose, asking all the questions, et cetera. So they put that statement out. They leak it out earlier so that nobody even really has to ask. However, uh, I think this is a, this is the type of game where in such Jets' typical fashion, they win this game, and Adam Gase is safe, and he and, he, and the misery of being a Jets fan continues. Dude, this is this has that uh, 9-6 Drew Stanton versus Greg McElroy game written all over it. I think this is a 13-7 <laughs> game with like a fumble recovery in the fourth quarter for a touchdown type of game. I'm taking the Jets. I got an over under of forty and a half. What are you guys feeling? <laughs> I would go under. Jets in the under. Yeah. I, I think I'm under uh, later, but yeah, the, I think we're all over that under and a half. <laughs> all right, so you both got the Broncos. I got the Jets. Next up, we got the Indianapolis Colts with the best ranked defense heading into Chicago. They're giving the Bears two and a half with Big Nick starting for the Bears after a, a, a major comeback last week against the Falcons, which I don't know if you could really classify it as a major comeback because the three of us could probably come back on the Falcons in the fourth quarter. Um, I like here uh, the Colts 
I think that the Colts are just a little bit better, especially defensively. I think they're going to cover the two and a half. I think they'll probably win by six. All right. I'm going with Chicago. I like Chicago plus two and a half. I think they're a different team with Foles. I think they can actually move forward now because they got the whole Trubisky benching out of the way. Uh, you know, they kind of our guy now. Um, a, a week, <laughs> who, what is going on in the background? <laughs> what? <laughs> you don't hear that? Oh, damn. You can hear that? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Someone trying to escape out of. <laughs> he's seriously, he's like you're holding somebody hostage, <laughs> dude. We got a gate. We got a gate. On, we got a gate on the stairs, so Joey can't climb up the stairs, and he just literally takes it and just shakes it in between the fucking stairwell. Mitch <laughs> uh, <laughs> Trubisky trying to get out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm taking the Bears though. You're taking uh, the Bears shit. too. Yeah. You think the Bears are going four and zero? Why not? Has happened. Wow! I, I, got, I just think I, the defense is too good. I got two weird. I got two stats for you. The Colts are zero five against the spread in the last five week fours, and they're zero three and one on the grass against the spread in the last four. So I'm not buying the Colts as a team that can play on the grass. I'll take Chicago <laughs> here. <laughs> All right, there it is. You got uh, you both are on Denver, and I'm on the Jets. You both are on Chicago. I'm on the Colts. Next up, we got New Next, Orleans. Yeah, going into Detroit, giving Detroit four and a half. What do you got? I'm taking the four and a half with Detroit. As I've said many times before, I'm not in at all on the Saints. I don't think they're good at all. I think they're they're like an eight and eight maybe, but Michael I Thomas think they is go, practicing. That's cool. I still think they lose. <laughs> uh, Lions plus four and a half. But Kamara could have a huge day because the Lions are giving up 172 yards per game rushing. Ed, what do you got? I'm taking the Saints. Like you said, Michael Thomas is probably playing. I just think that offense is too much for the Detroit defense. I'm going to take uh, the Detroit Lions here. I think that they'll lose the game, but probably by three. What's the real life spread here? Saints Lions is Saints minus four. Okay, so it's come down a little bit. So a lot of people are taking Detroit. <clears throat> All right, so I'm with the Lions there. Matthew Stafford's coming off a big win. I think they're going to have a little bit of momentum coming into this game. I don't think they're going to get blown out. I think they'll keep it close and maybe back. To he's a been cover. getting better every week. And once Galladay's there, he's always good. All right, next up we have two and one Arizona. Heading into Carolina to have a date with Teddy Bridgewater and the Panthers. Uh, we have the Cards favored by four and a half. Ed, who are you taking? Carolina. That that spread seems way off to me. Why is everybody so big on Carolina? I, I you know what it is. I think Carolina is just like an overall decent football team. They, they they compete. They stay in games. They don't get blown out. Teddy's a serviceable quarterback, as you would say a couple years ago about Christian Ponder. So I think that he'll keep him in the game. Mike Davis has been playing good since McCaffrey. Got we made hurt. the we made the playoffs with Ponder. Robbie Anderson's been a top ten receiver so far. So I think they'll stay in the game. I'm gonna take uh, Arizona though, even though I think Carolina will stay in the game. I think Arizona runs away with it late. Uh, Kyler Murray's just too much. Kenyon Drake, big game coming for him, uh, and they got obviously D. Hop Christian Kirk's gonna play this week. So I, I'm gonna take Arizona. 
Yeah, I'm on Arizona with four and a half as well. I'm not big on Carolina. Maybe because I bet them a few weeks ago and they left a bad taste in my mouth. But I'm uh, I'm going with the cards here. I think they'll take care of Matt Rule and uh, kind of bounce back after a bad week last week. Tyler did not look good. Next up, we have the Cincinnati Bengals, who fresh off a tie. At home, hosting the Jacksonville Jags, giving the Jags three and a half. Matt, what do you like? Um, as I said last week, the Jags are overachieved their first two weeks. I don't think they're any good at all. They do have a good running back in James Robinson, and Minshew can mess around a little bit, but I'm taking Cincy minus three and a half here. Joe Burrow gets his first win. Hopefully he doesn't get killed before it with that offensive line they have. Ed, what do you got? I took the Jags, but I'm not confident in that pick at all. At all. (laughs) I'm rolling with the Jags as well. I think Cincinnati finds a way to win, but very close game. Maybe they kick a field goal at the end, uh, win by three. I think the Jags cover. Joe Burrow looks great. T. Higgins caught two touchdowns. And if once you once you get some consistency out of Cincinnati with A.J. Green, Tyler Boyd, and T. Higgins as as a three-set receiver package, I think they'll be very good. Uh, But I think – the offense of the Jacksonville Jags can keep up with the offense of the Bengals and we get a nice close game here with Cincinnati winning, but not covering. I like that. I don't know. That game is going to be like, uh, I feel like we're going to get a lot of looks at that game in the red zone for some reason. Some crazy yeah. things are going to happen. <laughs> I feel like that game's going to go way over. I don't know what the over-under is. Have... Jags-Bengals, take a guess. What would you take the over-under at? 47. Zach? Uh, 49. Oh, spot on. 49. Nice. This guy was on Google. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, next up, we have the 2-1 Browns heading into a date in Dallas uh, with one or two Cowboys. Zach? The Cowboys are given four and a half here. Uh, the offense of Dallas is through the roof. Um, Cleveland's been playing better. Um, I'm going to roll with the Cleveland Browns here. I think that this could be one of the upsets of the week where Cleveland might win on the field. Damn, is the Cowboys going to go one and three? What could happen? Wow, Ed, what are you thinking? I'm going with Dallas. I think they, like you said, they're not. I, they're gonna go real hard to not go one and three. I'm right their there. Offense is, their offense is fucking been going nuts. I'm right there with you. I like the Cowboys four and a half. I think it'll be a tough game. Dallas D's awful uh, against the rush. They're twenty second, a twenty second, no twenty sixth ranked. Excuse me. Okay. And uh, Brown running backs have potential to run all over them. But Baker's 0-2 in his career inside, and I'm going to go with that. I'm going with the boys to get the Cowboys to take that. All right, next up, we got the Houston Texans hosting Matt's Minnesota Vikings, the 0-3 Minnesota Vikings. The Houston's giving Minnesota three and a half. I'm going Vikings three and a half here. Uh, they should have won last week. They didn't, though. They have a 30th-ranked defense. They're terrible. They're, both teams are desperate here. 
I don't know how to gauge the Texans. They've had three terrible matchups to start the season. So this could be a game where they kind of unleash on the Vikings, young defense, or the Vikings. But Justin Jefferson looked great last week. I I agree with you that it's hard to gauge Houston, but I do think this is the game that propels Deshaun Watson uh, this year offensively. I think he might throw for 350 and four touchdowns against the, the Vikings D. Uh, I'm taking the Texans here to cover. Yeah, I'm going Houston. I think exactly what you just said. He's going to have one of those games where he goes off and you don't want Kirk Cousins chasing points <laughs> right now. Yeah, the Vikings are 4-0 against the spread in the last four against the Texans. So What's the what's the live spread here? I would say it came down to probably two and a half. Live spread is Vikings plus four and a half. Wow, it went up. Wow. We got no respect. Next week, uh, if the Vikings don't win this week, they have Sunday night affair where Cousins is awful uh, in Seattle. So it could get real ugly. Oh, wow. You guys could be 0-5. Yeah. Yeah, very well. Could be. It's all right. Tank for Trevor. Let's go. See you, Kirk. You got to go in 16 first. Uh, you guys are going to win today. That's all we have to worry about. We don't, we don't have many games we can win. We'll see, though. Next up, we have the 3-0 Seahawks. Traveling down to Florida to play Miami Dolphins, who are 1-2. Uh, Seattle is favored by 6.5. I think this game could get ugly. Uh, I don't see how the Dolphins stop the Seahawks at all. Granted, the Seahawks' defense can get torched, too, but... Seahawks, what are they giving up? 440 passing yards a game or 490 passing yards a game? <laughs> Something insane like that. That's why I'm starting Preston Williams this week in fantasy. Can Fitzmagic keep up with Russ, though? No. He has one game a year where he puts up those fucking 400 yards and five TDs. Uh, I don't know. I mean, the Dolphins are all right, but I think nah, the they're, they're no match with some big plays. Yeah, they're no match for the Seahawks. Yeah. Well, Chris- hopefully, hopefully though, hopefully though, if DK Metcalf catches a long touchdown here, he, you know he he runs into the end zone before it gets stripped from him. <laughs> <laughs> they can keep throwing to Tyler Lockett, my guy. I'll take him all day. Yeah, the offense for Seattle is just too much. Is Chris Carson playing? Do we know yet? Uh he, he limited is. practice to yesterday. I haven't seen anything yet, but that move on him was pretty uh, bullshit. My yeah, opinion. so peak. Pete Carroll will probably be cautious. He likes to use running back by committees anyway, so now he has a reason to. Yeah, he can pull them early. Yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't they're probably gonna win either way. So I would just sit him, make sure he's healthy, have him come back yeah. next week. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right. So with that being said, we're gonna take our first break. Um sponsored segments coming up. Um I don't I'm not sure if Ed's gonna be joining back up. Probably not. All right, Ed, it was wonderful to speak with you again to, for joining us. Hopefully you're back on next week on a more permanent basis. So, All right, we're back from our break. Let's get right back into the picks. Right now we're at the 1-2 and two Chargers heading down to Tampa to play the 2-1 Tampa Bay Bucks. The Chargers are getting 7.5. What's your thoughts on that? Uh, I think Justin Herbert's looked very good in his first two games as a starter. Uh, I think he's thrown for 300 yards in both games. 
last week. He found Keenan, Keenan Allen a bunch of times. I think he had 19 targets. Uh, 33% of, I think, the offensive plays went to Keenan Allen, which is... Uh, 19 targets, wow. Yeah, I think he was 11 for 19. So, you know, Damn. whenever you get your star receiver involved like that, I mean, I'm sure now the offense is happy. They got two, they got two solid running backs. I do think, though, that Tampa is starting to find their groove. Um, they're getting they're developing the chemistry that they need to play well together. But I think the seven and a half is too much. I'm taking the Chargers to stay in this game. Uh, maybe lose by a touchdown, maybe lose by six. But I do think the Chargers will cover. I'm right there, too. I like the Chargers plus seven and a half. I don't think Chris Godwin's playing. Tampa's still working it out. They're good. Don't get me wrong. I think they're going to be a serious contender. But seven and a half is kind of a lot for me right now. The Chargers, surprisingly, are ranked sixth overall on offense and eighth on defense, which that surprised me a lot. And I think I saw some rain in the forecast in this game. So kind of interesting there. I like Herbert. I'm taking that Chargers plus seven and a half. I agree. The next game is this game has been postponed. However, we're still going to pick it just so that our record reflects when they do play. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers supposed to be heading into Tennessee, giving the Titans one and a half. Pittsburgh, I think, is one of the top five teams in the NFL right now. They can they are great on defense. They have a good offense, and they could beat they could beat you running the ball, passing the ball, or defensively. Um, I think that the the Steelers would 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 have won this game fairly easily. Yeah, the Titans should have lost last week. So Vikings, as I mentioned earlier, um, they're kind of due for a loss, and I think the Steelers are perennial Super Bowl contender. So I'm taking the Steelers. With the points, hopefully well. this game happens sometime soon. Like I don't want to be worried about this game in like week fifteen. How does it? I don't know how they're going to do it. Like I mean, they're probably going to try to do bye week weeks. Yeah, I think they're going to try they, to do. Did bye they week. have the same bye week? I'm not sure. That's going to be a problem. I, I don't know. I, I think or maybe they're just going to throw it on like a Saturday night one night or one week of the bye, or maybe like a Tuesday night. I don't know. I also heard on a, a pot, another podcast, I believe Pat McAfee show that. The NFL bought out all the hotels down where where the Super Bowl is here, Tampa, down in Tampa for an extra month after the Super Bowl date that's set now. Yes, I did hear that. So that they could they could have the Super so they Bowl have a little flexed. flexibility. Yeah, yeah, they have a little flexibility there, just in case something like this happened. So yeah, but, and because uh, there's nothing else happening in the month of February at Raymond James Stadium. In Tampa, so they, I, from what I read, they actually have the venue, the the stadium, also booked for every Sunday in the month of February, so that they can have the Super Bowl on any single one of them and not have to worry about scheduling conflicts. I'm about to look at the February 12th. Oh damn! I was hoping the Super Bowl would be on my birthday, but my birthday's on a Friday. (laughs) We could we could potentially though get a Valentine. Yeah, I would love that. How cool would it be to go to the Super Bowl on your birthday weekend? It would be great. Uh, let's plan now. Let's plan it. Next up, we have the Baltimore Ravens on the road heading to Washington to face the Washington football team. Washington football team is getting 13 and a half points. Woo, that's a lot. What do you got? I'm all over the Ravens this week. Uh, Haskins has looked awful. I'm Big, big advocate of Haskins, but uh, that was ugly last week. Ravens just got whooped by the Chiefs, so I think they're going to come out hungry, angry, 
and it might be like a 45-14 finish here. I'm taking the Ravens. Yeah, usually I stay away from these 13-and-a-half games. I don't ever bet them, but I always usually pick in the pickums the underdog because I, so, a lot of times this 13-and-a-half is just too much. You never know what kind of backdoor bullshit covers you're going to get. However, not this time. This time I'm taking the Ravens. I think they're going to come out with a vengeance after losing to the Chiefs the way they did. I don't think the Washington football team is very good at all. No Chase Young, like you said. Uh, I, I, I don't see how the Washington football team is even remotely close in this game. I think that it's going to be a huge blowout. Ravens probably win by 21. Right there with you. The next game, same spread, 13 and a half. But this time, the Giants are getting those points and in L.A. against the Rams. We got... Listen, the Giants are an atrocious football team. Dave Gettleman has to be fired. I don't understand how you can have uh, the premier market in the world have the two worst football teams on the planet. I, I They are both terrible. The Giants lose to a bunch of backups last week. They get blown out. They didn't even compete. The game was never even close. Daniel Jones versus Nick Mullins. Nick Mullins. The game was never even close. That's Shanahan, dude. Shanahan. I, I get it, but you got to at least compete. They didn't even compete. Who's their coach? Joe Brady? Joe, yeah. What's his name? Is that his name? Joe Brady? <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know. You Joe, Judge. The... Joe Judge. Joe Judge. <laughs> Joe Who's Judge. Joe Brady. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Judge. Joe Judge. This guy has Jeez. never been a coach, never been an even uh, an uh, head assistant coach or whatever the hell they're called. Never been a coordinator. Was a wide receivers coach. Was a wide receivers coach. And Dave Gettleman is one of the worst GMs in the history of football. Hires him to be the head coach of the New York Giants. What is they've that? had the worst record in football over the last three years? They are they stink. They, they need. Oh, I I don't even have words to describe the Giants. With that being said, the Rams are coming off a a, a loss up here in Buffalo. Uh, I think the Rams a are tough come, loss. A tough loss. I think the Rams are going to come out hot. I think they're going to smoke these dudes. I think this is another. Like I said, I just said, I don't usually take 13 and a half. I think it's too many points. You backdoor covers. Not against the Giants. The Giants would be lucky to score 10 points. Yeah, the Rams are returning home after a tough loss in Buffalo. It's a game I think they should have won. Uh, but I'm going with the Rams here. I think they're going to whoop up on the Giants too. But for some reason, I kind of feel like Daniel Jones will backdoor cover this. But I'll take uh, be safe and take the Rams with the 13 and a half. But the Giants are 8-1 in the last nine. In this matchup against typically, the typically I would I would agree with you that Daniel Jones might probably cover this thirteen and a half backdoor cover, but what has he done to show you that that is even possible? I don't know if they can even stop Donald. Darren Donald might have a monster game again. It, it it's just atrocious to watch. I I don't know. I mean, listen, I'm a Jeff fan, so I know how it feels, but ah, this is just brutal. I'm not sold on Dan Daniel Jones right now. I don't know. I think he turns the ball over way I too think much. If they, I think if they get the first pick, they're taking Trevor Lawrence to tell Daniel Jones to pack his bags. But I feel like Eli was the same way. He used to have all those turnovers too back in the day. Yeah, I guess. But different difference yeah. is Eli won. Yeah, the difference is he was a And man. this guy's not. <laughs> True that. And he didn't go to – where did he go to Daniel Jones? Just, Eli Manning didn't go to Duke. He went to Ole Miss, ain't much better. Ole Miss, at least it's a, at least it's a good football. <laughs> at school. least it's SEC. Yeah, yeah. Daniel Jones was a Duke. Get out of here. <laughs> he put him on the map. To 
the Las Vegas Raiders, two and one, off of, fresh off a loss in New England last week, and they're hosting the three and zero Bills. I it's think a, this is going to be a fun game. This is the battle of our uh, where we live. This is the me versus you battle. Yeah, we got a lot of that. That in fantasy, we got a lot going on this week. We got a lot going on. You know, I was. I'm pissed because I was supposed to go to this game this weekend. That was the plan. What are the chances that on my 30th birthday weekend, we're planning to go to Vegas, and when the schedule comes out, of course, the Bills are playing on my birthday weekend. We got There's a shit ton of people from Buffalo still flying out to Vegas for this game. We, Me and Mary were supposed to go. Um, then, of course, obviously, Vegas announces that they're not having any fans. Um so it's very it's a little bittersweet. I'm I'm you know I'm happy for the Bills at the three and zero, but I would have loved to been in the Death Star in Las Vegas. Second game like, ever there. Second game awesome. ever. Yeah, just getting wild. You know, just partying it up. Um, with you know Vegas had the big win against the Saints. They kind of laid an egg against uh, the Patriots last week. Uh, we expected the, that the Patriots didn't even play that great. I mean, Cam Newton wise, he wasn't even that great, and they still uh, gave up thirty six points. Granted, the defense is still young. Buffalo looked phenomenal in the first half, just completely dominated the first half of that game last week. Things got a little, little interesting. Interceptions that shouldn't have been called interceptions. Bills give, give up the momentum to the Rams. The Rams come back, takes the lead, but then Josh Allen leads the team down to victory. Uh, Josh Allen is the real deal. That guy, This guy's a stud. He's going to be top three MVP voting this year. He might even win the damn MVP. Um, nah, Russell Wilson's with MVP. Russell Wilson is, you know, but you never know what could happen down the stretch. I'm just nah, saying, Russell he's going to be in. He's going to be in the conversation. I would. Say They've already true. talked it into existence. What? Russell Wilson's with MVP this year. It's been three. Everybody games. with the, everybody with the no votes ever before. It's already in everybody's heads. He's going to win. Yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah, you feel it. They are. They are playing. You can feel seeds. it. They are playing to the seeds a little bit. I do, however, think Josh Allen will be in the conversation, especially if he keeps up this type of play. Uh, I'm taking the Bills here. I think the Bills going 4 0, winning this game by 10. Uh, what do you got? By 10? Yeah, by 10. I'm taking bro. Vegas plus two and a half and money line. I'm not buying Ooh. the Bills yet. They beat they beat two teams who aren't very good and then almost choked last week. Where's this defense I've heard so much about? Almost choking, though, is not choking. Almost only counts in horseshoes, bro. It doesn't count here. Horseshoes? Who knows how to play horseshoes? It's 2020. We're bringing horseshoes up. I'm just saying, Get that's out of the here. only place that almost counts. Almost Buffalo. doesn't count anywhere else. Where's this Buffalo defense I've heard so much about? I don't know. It doesn't exist right now. But they're still finding yeah, ways to win exist. games without it. They're finding not... ways to win games Oh, my games God. You won one game. where you which, uh, The two games you won the first two weeks are against awful teams. So let's so get that out the window. They don't make the schedule. They just well, play the game. Well, they play the team that's in front of them. And they beat them. I what think, more can you ask for? I th- I think they're going to come into Vegas and get a nice little whooping, a little back to reality. Listen, last week, last week you said, you know, if the Bills can beat the Rams, which I don't think is going to happen, maybe they'll get, you know, maybe I could see it. Maybe I'll call them. They were doing it in convincing fashion until they started to choke it away. It's football. It happens. The other team's going to score. The Rams are too good of a team to be down 28 to 3. I'm not buying the Bills. I'm taking the Raiders. The over. It's six zero in the last six between these two teams as well, so we're taking that over. What would you guess it is right now? Over under? Uh, right now it's probably fifty one. Joey doesn't like that. <laughs> yeah, Joey's uh, pissed that you're taking the, Ra- the Ra- uh, Raiders. Yeah, well, 
he's, I'm having a rough little week here, but Vikings are on three. The Heat just got their ass kicked. The Mets are watching the, the freaking Reds play baseball in the playoffs. It's a rough week here. But the over-under is 52 and a half. 52 high. and a half. That's yeah, very that's high. high. That is high. But Josh Allen's going to throw four TDs, bro. Uh, yeah, okay. I'm prop bet me. This. Prop bet me. Prop bet me. I don't know. I'm not prop betting anybody right now. Dude, Stefan Diggs is the glue for this team. He's the he's the piece that they needed. The perfect fit. The perfect fit. Yeah. Let's uh yeah, as you said before, it's week three. So let's and, uh, and, and see what happens. Do you what about the what do you think? So you don't think that the call at the end of the game was a pass interference call? Should have you don't think it should have been called? Hmm. I mean it's one of those calls late in games that I don't it's, know. Don't it's karma. The Rams... It's karma. It's karma for Jalen Ramsey in Week One. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going. I'm going. I'm on the Raiders this week, and not just because I live in Vegas. I'm just not buying in on the Bills. Next up, we have the two and one Patriots heading to Kansas City. The undefeated Chiefs, who just put a whooping on the Ravens on Monday night. The Pats are getting. I'm kind of surprised by this number. Seven and a half. That's a lot. Who when was the last time the Patriots were, were underdogs by seven and a half points? I saw something about that Sunday. I forgot what it was. It was a few years ago, though. It was a game. It was a game, I think, when Matt Castle was starting. I was just going to say, it must have been 2010. Yeah, it must have been 2010 when Castle was playing. Yeah, I'm taking the Pats plus seven and a half here. Uh, I think Cam will show up in a big moment against the Chiefs team after a, kind of a slow week last week. I don't know. I just think the Pats are still the Patriots. They're still fundamentally sound, play good defense. The Pats are still the Patriots. Around here. I think they can stick around here and they did give not the change a little the, bit of trouble. They did not change their name. They are still the Patriots. Uh, New England football team? <laughs> uh, this is tough. I have so many favorites this week that I'm kind of propelled to take New England. But Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs offense is just too good. They are so good. A couple of weeks ago, I asked you, can you see the Chiefs going 16 and 0? And you said maybe. You, you know, it was either or. What about now? You think they can go 16 and 0? Do you think no. there's anybody that can really beat them? Or do you think it'll just be like an off day? I think it'll be an off day. Anybody that can really beat them? I mean, everybody probably would have said the Ravens. I think the Seahawks can give them a game. I don't think they play each other. No, but I think I – th- I thought you meant, like, in general, like, eventually. But well, maybe the Super Bowl. I think that, yeah, I don't – maybe the Packers, I think, could give them a game, too. I don't maybe, know. Maybe, I don't the the, maybe the Steelers. Maybe the Steelers. Maybe the Bills. The Bills play in week six. You never know. You never hey. know. Maybe you'll finally give the Bills some respect if they beat the Chiefs in week six. Maybe. Maybe. Well, maybe. Well, by then, they'll be, like, three and three, though, right? Who, the Bills? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm taking what are you, you taking I'm the Pats? No, nah, I'm taking the Chiefs. Oh, you're a favorite heavy this week. I know. It's not good. It's never good. No, no, it's not at all. Uh what's next? Sunday night? Sunday night football. Kind of a sh- shitty Sunday night football game. Terrible. My opinion. Uh the terrible, terrible Philadelphia Eagles fresh off a highly contested tie. And they're heading down to San or up to San Francisco, excuse me. And two and one, San Francisco 49ers. Philly is getting six and a half. 
What do you think about this Sunday night football I, game? Listen, I'm taking the Eagles. As much as I don't want to, I'm taking the Eagles, partly because San Francisco lost to the Cardinals and then beat the two New Jersey teams. So I don't really know how to gauge how good San Francisco is, right? Uh, when, they, when they had all their players, they got beat by the Cardinals. Uh, and then they go into New Jersey, they beat, they beat the Jets and the Giants with backups. So I'm not sure, right? Jimmy G's already been ruled out, correct? Yeah, Mullins is starting. Mullins Kittle's is back, starting. Though. Kittle's back. Uh, Debo Samuel still a week away. Uh, I think that the Eagles, I, I, they have to come out and show some sort of life. That's what I'm banking on here. Uh, they might still lose. I think it's going to be a close game. I think they'll cover the six and a half. Where do we even start with Philly? What the hell was that last week? What did you I think know. about that, Ty? I mean, I understand you're trying to play it safe and you're playing not to give Joe Burrow the ball at the 40-something yard line with just a 20-yard pass away from getting into field goal range, but come on. Nah, is, this, if it's me, is this the same Doug Peterson that was going for it and making trick plays a few years ago winning the Super Bowl? Now he's all of a sudden conservative. He's, he's feeling the heat, I think. That's what I think. Or is it, or is it that he just doesn't trust his quarterback? Could that be it? Has he lost yeah, his mojo did. as a coach because he doesn't have faith in the quarterback? I don't think anybody trusts Carson Wentz on that team. So why don't they, they didn't win with him? They won what nine, ten games that regular season with him before he got hurt. But since then, what have they done? Nothing. Nothing. I'm not. Bu- I'm not buying Carson Wentz. But this Philly team is desperate. They need to show up here. Some. I don't think they're going to win, but I'll take that six and a half. I'll probably be kicking myself when San Fran's up thirty to ten in the. 12 minutes left in the third or something crazy like that because Shanahan's unstoppable, in my opinion. He's got Jarek McKinnon looking like a star. Brandon Ayuk looked good last week. They're run, rushing him all over the field. They're just so interesting offensively, dynamic, and uh, I don't think – I don't know. I don't buy Philly, but I'll take that six and a half just because I just feel like it would be some garbage like that. <laughs> that was great analysis. <laughs> I don't really buy <laughs> Philly, but I'm taking the six and a half just because it'll be some garbage like that. Okay, great. Thank you. That's, that's, Thank you. That's, Thank you for that. That's gambling talk right there. It's gambling that <laughs> coming out. It'll be because you know I'll have San Fran some garbage ass Philly backdoor cover, and I'll be pissed. So six and a half, I'm taking it. All right, we're both on the Eagles there. Monday Night Football, we got the Packers giving seven and a half to the visiting Atlanta Falcons, fresh off two brutal losses. Everybody knows how I feel about Atlanta. I love Atlanta. I don't understand why they're so bad. I'm taking Atlanta to cover <laughs> seven and a half. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I think Atlanta will probably have a backdoor cover, as you just said about Philly. Backdoor cover late in the game. Julio Jones is playing. Um, I, I like Atlanta to cover the seven and a half. I'm taking the seven and a half, too. Green Bay is great. They look great. But Atlanta needs this more. I mean, they're playing for their coach, playing for the future here. And hopefully Julio gets in there. He, he's still questionable, but uh, he's a game time decision Monday night. It's gonna stink for me, for fantasy purposes. But I'm taking no, Atlanta here. Play. <clears throat> yeah, Aaron Rodgers looks great though, and Green Bay looks great. I agree. I just think that the seven it's gonna be high scoring. I think seven and a half is just a little too much. Yeah, they don't want to go on four. Yeah, they gotta they gotta get this win here. Uh, what do you got for a total on that game? Uh, I'm going to go 35-30, Packers. 65, wow. I'm going 53 points. 
Not sure what score I want, but I'm going to go with that 53. Yeah, sounds good to me. All right, so we got the Yankees in the next round of the playoffs going against the Tampa Bay Rays. It's very exciting for me. I'm very happy about that. Last night was a hell of a baseball game. For anybody who didn't watch it, I suggest you go watch the highlights because it, it was thrilling. Gio Urshela had a phenomenal game, hit a grand slam. Gary Sanchez hit a two-run homer. Stan's been playing well. Judge is playing well. DJ LeMahieu with the big hit in the top of the ninth to give us the lead. Uh, I think it's what Yankees are gelling right at the perfect time. The offense is exactly what it was advertised to be before the year started. Uh, I can't wait to play Tampa on Monday or Tuesday, whenever we start that series, because Tampa Bay has owned us all regular season. I cannot wait. I hope we sweep them. Uh, and then I hope we play the White Sox in the ALCS uh, to go to the World Series. I think that would be a great matchup. Um, I, I can't wait for Yankees baseball, playoff baseball to continue. I know you got the heat uh, going for game two on Friday. We talked, we touched a little bit on it earlier. What do you think the keys to the game are for game two? How do you contain AD? Or is it this, is this the type of game where you let AD run wild, let him do his thing, and just say, we're going to let him do what his thing, but nobody else is going to beat us? How do you approach game two? Uh, they tried to go small in game one, and that obviously did not work. So the only other answer is to throw the big dudes on the bench, and you got Leonard and Olenek sitting there. Olenek got in later in the game, won, but... I mean, you got to try something to not let him grab every rebound. He was just grabbing every rebound and throwing hammers down on everybody underneath us. So <clears throat> I think they just need to get their nerves calmed down a little bit. Everybody had that deer in the headlight look. Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, all those guys. I mean, it's intimidating, I guess. It's, oh, no, I guess it is. It's the NBA Finals. It's LeBron, LeBron James, yeah. It's LeBron. I mean, think about it. Tyler Hero was 10 years old when LeBron signed with Miami. No, Tyler Hero. Yeah, that's true. I was about to say, LeBron James has been in the league since Tyler Hero was three. That is incredible. (laughs) That is an incredible stat. uh, It's so hard to even comprehend that. And he's still the best player, but never mind. Uh, I've never seen anything like it. It's amazing. amazing. Right now, I'm watching the White Sox, though. They're up 3-0, but the A's got the bases loaded with two outs here in the third. They're up 3-0, and this is the the, the series is tied 1-1, right? Yeah, this is it. They is both it. The, uh, Braves. the White Sox started Dane Dunning rookie and pulled him after two batters. Wow. The, yeah, he gave up, and he had two outs too. The Braves um clinched today against the Reds. Yeah. Yeah, right. the Reds uh did haven't scored a run in the playoffs. They're frauds. They stink. The fraud, their twins are frauds. Twins are frauds. Asked Carlos Correa's talking like they won something. You won a first round game uh series of three in an expanded playoff year. Calm your horses. We all still hate against you. a team that hasn't won a playoff game in six years. They're oh they lost the last eighteen. Yeah, so I Carlos Correa, shut the hell up. Nobody oh. cares about you, dude. You're know, about bro. to get your asses kicked. Shut your fucking mouth. Who are they playing next? The winner of this game. The uh A's. The, win- the winner of this series, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, it's a great week for sports. We've got week four. We gave you our picks. We're going to tweet out the show me potato salad parlay. Matt and I are each going to pick three games that we would parlay, which are guaranteed winners. Uh, so hopefully, Last week I went one for three, so make sure you're there. Last week I went two for three. So this week we're both going three for three. Make sure you we follow combined, us. We combined, we would have hit. If we combined, we, <laughs> if we, well, we, we would have went three for six. So... Yeah, wait, whatever. <laughs> uh, all right, well, 
listen, have a good weekend. Tomorrow I turn 30. It's going to be a great day. Hopefully, uh, I'm not sure what Mary has planned. I think it's something, though. So hopefully, uh, I like it. <laughs> I'm sure you will. <laughs> you have no choice. <laughs> yeah, I know. I got to put a <laughs> smile on. Hopefully she, there you two, go. hopefully she got me two tickets to Vegas. That's what I'm really hoping you get, for. You get that Gordon Hayward. Daddy's happy. Daddy's happy. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go see. I'm going to go upstairs and see if Joey escaped from the living room. Yeah, we, I've been hearing him yelling this whole time. Tell him I said that. Yeah, he wants to be a guest <laughs> contributor. But I, tell, I keep telling him, Joey, you have to say words first. You can't have a podcast yeah. that sounds. Even though most of the time when me and you are talking, it doesn't sound like words. It just sounds like sounds anyway. So I guess you would probably fit right in. Yeah. <sighs> All right. That was uh, a good show. Talk to you next week. Hit us up on Instagram, Twitter. Go like our Facebook page at 3 and Out. We're here for you for any advice. Who you need to, who you need to start in fantasy. We don't fucking know, but we'll tell you what we think. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm out of here. Talk to you soon. Later.